do, they'll get your bollocks and twist. Settle down, they'll take a fit. You drank a demon straight from hell. They almost nearly won as well. You wiped the floor with victory. They puked until you fell asleep. Welcome back, everybody, to Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. You notice that I've stopped saying what episode it is, Scott? Well, I can tell you what episode it is. Tell us what number we got. The number of Yankees championships. That's what number. <laughs> that's what episode we're on. Episode twenty-seven. There nice. How long have you been waiting to whip that one? You out? know, I almost right. whipped it out last time, but then I was like, "Oh, it's all right. we're twenty-seven now." I don't know. I feel like that one's been on your list of. I, I finally. Well, saw I thought of it. I thought of it last week to use this week. So it's been on for about a week. Okay. So all right. Well, fair enough. I feel like. That little scouting journal of yours has all sorts of oh, secrets of Book Scott of Dosher. And kind of a cool episode because we are doing it right next to each other. We're going back to our roots. We're in the back in the same room, back to our single-digit episodes. The, yeah, the single-digit episodes when we had one mic and one computer and a whole lot of low-budget. Very low budget. Not that the budget is... We, we You know what? We had a soundboard, a very amateur soundboard, hey, but. that we lost because smartphones are stupid and I don't like them. Well, we don't, we don't, we didn't have a social media manager, so we're, we're improving in the world. We're, we're climbing the ladder. Yeah, and I think, I mean, he's at Murph is clearly doing a good job. We are three 20-plus downloads in a row, and that's not including iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, awesome. We've basically made it. I think so. We're like a pretty big deal. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. And it's our uh, St. Patrick's Day episode. That's why we got Flogging Molly bringing us in. Any uh, any particular St. Patrick's Day memories that that are associated with sports? No. This, do you? I mean, no, but whenever, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day and March Madness typically goes on at the same time. So it's pretty, like when there's... When there's people going out to whatever Irish bars, typically there's some sort of basketball game on. It's a very overrated holiday, in my opinion. How so? Just, I mean, what is there? I mean, it's about getting drunk and drinking. Well, to... And drinking green beer. To Americans, to Irish people, it's like a, it's everybody has the day off, they go to church. Okay, it's like a big deal. Okay, to Irishmen. We're not, we're not not. That's a good so. point. However, for you religious out there who celebrate Lent, right? Uh, the bishop granted us amnesty for uh, eating meat. We're allowed to eat meat this Friday because it's St. Patrick's Day. We're not usually allowed uh, to eat meat. You got the fish on Fridays, right? Exactly. The fish and the cheese pizza, the grilled cheese, the tomato soup, the pasta, the plain pasta. Fish. Good for sport only. Basically a vegetable. Boom. Nice. <laughs> you finished the quote. Excellent. So let's uh, let's hop right into it. Enough enough St. Patrick's Day talk. Let's jump right into it, and we just got to start. Obviously, March Madness filling out the brackets. Who is it? Started tonight with the first first four. Yeah, first four two games tonight. We had what Mount St. Marys and New Orleans, and then I don't even know the other the other one. Tonight, Kansas. Even tell you. Kansas and, and Wake Forest. The not Kansas. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wake Kansas. Forest, Kansas State. Kansas State. Okay. Fighting for the 11 seed. Anything, I mean, any thoughts on the play-in games? No. I think they're I think they're dumb. I would rather have 64 teams make it the normal field and, and move on. But it is what it is. It's a little bit more money. Adds a little bit of interest. Um, ever since VCU made the Final Four as an 11 seed, I've kind of shut my mouth about the whole first four playing games. What are you looking up over there? Nothing. I, I mean, just standard computer stuff. I've been waiting to hear your not fill out a bracket. Well, rant, I was going to kind of save that. You save it? Well, I mean, whatever. We I, can dive into it now. We could do it. Nope. I have I have two things. Uh, two things? I have one thing that I want to talk about specifically with the playing games. Okay. Go ahead. Mount St. Mary's. Yeah. I don't like that they have to play a play-in game because they're the Northeastern Conference champs. 
I don't think a conference champion should have to prove themselves more by playing in the conference game. It's it's the NCAA and their rules to just make for more hoops to for mid majors to jump through. I don't I don't like that. That's what that's what the first four is. It's a slippery slope to expand the field. And I use I've used slippery slope like multiple times in this show. Yeah, it's a good. But it's a slippery slope. So you move from sixty four, what it was years ago. Now it's sixty eight. It's going to be 96 eventually. It's going to be 100 and something. It's going to be 200. And eventually, everybody's going to make the tournament. And because everybody's feelings won't get hurt. And we're all hold hands. It's like all Syracuse. Everybody's just going to. Because there's always going to be somebody left out, like Syracuse. And they're going to go, oh, we got, we got screwed. It's like people get screwed every year. So so here's. It's, it's going to. I mean, it's the same talk that we have with the college football playoff. Right. Someone's it, always going to get left out. Right. So so expanding expanding to to a bigger field of college basketball or with college football, I don't think we're it's you solve one problem, you create another one. No. But here's here's my here's my beef. Just back to my original question, why do they make a conference champ play in a play-in game? I mean, I get that they're, they're mid-majors the team in the but they're a conference champ. I mean, it's there's one team. Make somebody else. Make another bubble team do that. I don't like that. Is there like is there something that I'm missing? Why do they make an, a conference champ play another game to get into the field of 64? The actual. Well, technically, field. they are in the tournament of 68. But like right. you said, that's you know, it doesn't really count. It really oh, doesn't it count. But nobody considers this real know. March Madness. I don't know. There, there's a lot of issues with the. Selection committee and everything. I'm not too big on complaining about that. I like to pick my battles elsewhere. Um, if you're in the field, just win your games. I don't care whether you're the two seed or three seed. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like Mount St. Mary's is going to go anywhere as a 16 seed. Right. So they're just going to get smoked by what Kansas the next the next game the next round Villanova Villanova they're going to get smoked and we're going to be all back to normal. Right, but it's the it's if you're a conf- to me if you're a conference champ, you're in, you're in sixty four, not in the field of C. I get it, I get it, but that's my we're one. We're nitpicking now. We're nitpicking. Okay, we're nitpicking. Here's here's the other thing. I know you wanted to get all warmed up before easing into your to your well, no filter okay. bracket. Well, let's talk about your little bracket here. You know, so you filled out a bracket. Based I did on, fill it based bracket. on what? It's a, it's a, I don't even know. It's on the ground. No, you, I'm not, I'm based not, I, on what? I didn't want you to to look at my bracket because I, I knew that you were gonna do. I knew you were gonna pick it apart and be no. like a big old jerk about it. No, because you know what that looks like. What everybody else's bracket in the entire country. So what? But it's mine. Yeah, everybody's so proud of their bracket. I got the best bracket. Mine's gonna win. It's like. Are you starting your rant? Are we uh, in? I'm, I'm going. There. I want to make a note so I can put the time. It's on. like it's like when a little kid shows you his like drawing and you have to pretend like you freaking care. Mm. Okay, here's where I disagree with that. I don't think people are out flaunting their bracket around. Oh yeah, who you got in your final four? Who you got as a champion? Who's who you got as the upsets? Who's at the twelve first five upset? Does, doesn't freaking matter. Here's why I think the majority of basketball fans, college basketball fans, fill out a bracket. So they're just sort of in the know a little. I got all the times on here. I know when everybody's playing. I know who everybody's playing. I like that because but I, I don't need a bra- I don't need to fill out a bracket to do that though. Yeah, because you know you sort of keep along with. If you can pick your your twelve over the five or or whatever upset. I mean, yeah, mine's pretty mine's pretty vanilla, but I don't think. Just because every you're doing the old because everybody does it, no, you shouldn't no, do no, it. No, no, this no. is exactly no. what you're saying. It's exactly the opposite. No, no, no. See, this is this is why I don't do a bracket. And I don't do a bracket also because it's against NCAA rules and all that. For, you could no, you could do a bracket. I could write. You could print I could one write out and just I can't write participate names in ESPN and all that. I could do that. Yeah. No, but I mean, as long does as it that? doesn't doesn't go in for money, right? That's basically the rule. So. But I haven't done a bracket in a few years now, where I, I don't I don't fill it out, and this is this is the reason why. And you can feel free to disagree or agree with me. Oh, Scott, I'm already disagreeing with you. You're pretty soon you're gonna be like, I don't watch sports anymore because no. everybody watches sports and they when talk I'm about watching it. This is a podcast. When I'm okay, this is the reason why. I mean, it's it's a very valid reason. Okay. 
when you're watching the tournament, right? Uh-huh. You're rooting for Gonzaga, who ha- who's your winner, to yeah. to beat the 16 seed. Yeah, but you're, it's not you're just beating, the, you're rooting for no, the favorite every single game. I, on the other hand, am watching for the entertainment value. I don't my my day doesn't get ruined because my bracket is busted. My day doesn't get ruined because the three seed got beat. My day, I'm rooting for the underdog in every single scenario. In every rooting, single scenario, I'm rooting for that 16 seed to beat the one seed. I'm rooting for the underdog. I don't care about my bracket. I don't care about other people's bracket. I'm going off just for the fun of the game. I found, and it's also in fantasy football for me. Uh-huh. When I'm watching the game and I have some a player invested or a team invested, you, you end up rooting for that team, which is just wrong. Because you should be rooting for that underdog to go to the Final Four, whether it messes up your bracket or not. Some people fill out their back bracket, though, based on that. Like Some people say, you know what? I don't think... I mean, I don't think Kent State is gonna beat UCLA, but I would kind of want them to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Kent State in. They're getting they're getting through the first the first game. You see what I'm saying? Some people yeah, fill but out then their they bracket. wouldn't win their pool. The the way you win your pool, and this is not well, not a secret. Hopefully, I'm not teaching you anything, but I could be. The way to win your pool is to pick all chalk. So go the favorite on every single one, and then have it's just a kind of obscure champion, not mm-hmm. a one seed, but like a two or three or four seed that it could win. So then, if they do, you automatically win the money. The champion is all that matters in your pool. So but, you go all chalk, and then an obscure team. Okay. In the finals. So you watch the games. For good basketball, obviously, but for entertainment, correct? Complete entertainment. For entertainment. Right. Now, if a person who is in one of these pools watching the same game as you, aren't they still entertained just as much, even though they're rooting for, yeah, maybe it is the the three seed over the 14. They're still, I mean, it's still. But they get mad when that 14 seed beats their, the three seed. They might not get mad. Oh, yeah. Are you not entertained? That's, that's my champion. That's my champion. That's BS. Are you not entertained? Yeah, I get the, I get the whole reference. There you go. It's I, a good one. I needed to do it twice <laughs> because you were ranting. And I Where was your soundtrack? Sure. Where was the soundboard? Look, this, okay. But isn't that a pretty good, like, reason why not to do a bracket you want to root for the underdogs the underdogs will not win you any money with a bracket however it's still entertaining though either even if even if it's a big bracket buster i still enjoy the game no because you're rooting for that three seed no 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 instead of rooting for the 14 seed that's from fan to fan i didn't do any money pool or anything i printed off my bracket and i filled it out oh shoot my bracket's busted because my three seed lost because my two seed lost you need whatever you need to question those types of fans though you need to question those you do and but you can do it naturally too you you just do it naturally because if you have money invested in that three or two seed then you're like shoot i just lost my 10 bucks my 20 bucks on that game even though you could have a great time watching that 13 or 14 seed win Mm, yeah just for the just for the i i mean i I see this i i understand on that i think i thought i could convince you no i understand i i totally understand it here's the thing and i'm not saying this just to piss you off i promise i thought just being the analytical mind that you are scott i thought you were gonna hit me with like a pretty cool, and all the listeners, I thought you were going to hit us with like a really like logical why not to fill out the bracket. I was actually thinking about it today. I was like, what? The? And I'm thinking to myself, like, no way is he just going to say because underdogs. Like, essentially, I said, no oh. way is he going to say what you just oh, said. Come on, no, 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 I get. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to piss you. I'm, I'm really not. It's I. I thought that you were going to have a really like college basketball insider type, you know, something about the players and money or or ulterior motive, something kind of juicy. Now, you, you know who wins your college basketball pool every year? Who wins your college basketball? You mean the little bra- the bracket contest? So, if, yeah, if you're in a pool with your office or your buddies uh-huh. or your whatever, you know who wins? It's the person that doesn't watch basketball. Right. The biggest weenie. But that's the same. That with, picks on jersey colors. But honestly, that's the same with any stupid fantasy football right. freaking. That's the same with anything. 
Right. That's my point exactly. It's but just like it's there's, still there's enjoyable. No it's a different there's enjoying. No skill. It's completely random. I could do a coin flip and it'd be better than your bracket. Okay, you're well. Yeah, you might be right, and you know what? I'm okay with that, but I'm still entertained. Are you not entertained? Real quick, we, it's been it's been more than ten minutes on this. <laughs> can I give you? It's a sound art. Can I give you a number real quick? Go ahead. What are the chances that you oh, pick a one. perfect bracket? It'll never be done. It's one in. Uh, it's a few billion. Yeah. There's sixty. Six, nope. More. Sixty-four billion. Nope. Sixty-four trillion. Something like that. Up. I, I get the, I get it's nine, an astronomical number. One in nine point two quintillion. Yeah, it'll never be done. And somebody's always somebody always argues with me about this every single year. Really? There's going to be a perfect bracket eventually. Oh, of course. No, of, no, no, no. There, there, there actually will not be. No, they'll never be. There will not be. I wanted to hit you with that nine point two quintillion. If somebody gets to the Sweet Sixteen with a perfect bracket, that's incredible. I wonder. So I guess that would be just half, right? That would be. That would be like four quintillion. Yeah, so then you still have that. <laughs> like it's still ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's go to a different. Let's go to a different discussion in college basketball, and I want to talk about all the other brackets. I so we so we sort of went over the the the, the big dance. Now I want to talk about. First of all, I want to start with the CBI. Let's just skip the NIT okay. for a second. Okay. Let's go to the CBI, the College Basketball Invitational, because, of course, the George Mason Patriots received an invitation. Here's what I didn't know until I looked it up this afternoon. I didn't know that it was fifty grand that the school had to pay to accept said invitation. 50000 bucks. Do you know, is there, I should have just looked this up, is there a... Is there a fee for going into the National Invitational Tournament, the NIT? I'm not sure about that. You have to host games, so there is a cost to it. Opposed well, to the NCAA where you get paid. Well, that's to the go. it's the same thing with the with the CBI. I mean, Mason's playing right in Fairfax tomorrow yeah. and they're still forking over 50 grand? Oh yeah. It's ah. That's not I okay. I don't know like, the answer to that. I don't know why that particularly happens. They're I mean, it's cool. We, who, are they, who are they paying that fifty grand to? That's the thing. It's probably going to the CBI, what, whatever that is. I mean, it's so. This, so this whole tournament started in two thousand seven. Okay. Whereas the CIT started in two thousand twelve. So I'm going to consider the CBI is cooler to play in than the CIT simply because it's been around five years more. So does it go and, NCAA, NIT, CBI, then CIT? Yes. Also. As you know, maybe you found it. No. I couldn't find a bracket for the CIT. No, there's no I just bracket. It's a list of games. They redo the games after the first round. That's that's they too hard for me to figure out. I don't care about it now. <laughs> I don't care about it. The CBI, so it's Mason and GW's in it, so that's they're not in our same little bracket, but we can we can meet them in yeah. the in the final four if you, there's not, only 16 It's not a great field. There's only 16 teams. Yeah, we got uh, Loyola tomorrow. George Mason's got Loyola, and then the winner between Coastal Carolina and Hampton. Is that what it is? Yeah, I just, I that's not it. Pull it up. That's it. It's all home teams and all that. So right, right. And then they get reordered after the quarter quarterfinals. Yeah. T- again, and here's here's what it's like. You know what this is? This is the equivalent to. All of these garbage bowl games yep. at the end oh, of college football. 100% right. There's just a lot less. Dude, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, there are a lot less, but at the, at the you know, just teams themselves. What, we, what I said before, which stands true for both college football and college basketball, what these tournaments do is expose young players to postseason. And it charges $50,000. Let's not forget that little... Sure. Little tic tac fact, but that's why the only reason you would go to a tournament like a CBI. That's why Mason's doing it to expose their right. fourteen freshmen and sophomores to postseason. So when they get the, to the NCAA tournament next year, they have a little bit of exposure playing in March. Okay, playing after the season. Not a bad, not a bad way of thinking. I, it's it's almost like a little insulting though, as. A, a program, yeah, a mid-major program, but 
nonetheless a program who wants to be taken seriously. Like, I don't know. No, the winner I wonder, of the CBI last year, Nevada. Oh, no kidding. And they're, they're in the, the tournament. And they're in the tournament. It's happened multiple that. times. It's actually a trend. That. Yeah, the winner of the NIT last year is now playing in the CBI. George, George Washington is going backwards. Granted, yeah. the whole new coach thing. Yeah. But who actually he just got an extension. Yes, sir. And it's, I, it just seemed – maybe insulting is the wrong word. I mean, like you just said. It, I mean, you could you could go the right way. It's just – it's just almost silly. It's like making a tournament now isn't even special. Like I was really pumped. I was I I didn't even know Mason was invited to the CBI until today. And so I looked it up. I was like, oh great, there's you know another CBI. Okay, fifty thousand dollars. That's a little. And then I look. Wait, there's even a tournament below this called the College Insider Tournament. Like yeah. what? It's the participation trophy. Everybody gets a trophy, Scott. It's not the lowest one though. There's one called the Vegas Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> the what? <laughs> the Vegas 16? Who's in that? I think the, I think the school that I teach at, their CYO team, the 8th graders, they got invited to the they, Vegas they 16. They probably did. They're, it was made, they're the 2C. It was made last year, and they invited a bunch of teams, because that's what you do, these tournaments. You invite the teams. All the teams turned it down. Every single team turned it, it down? It didn't happen. So I think eight teams accepted it all the other teams turned it down they didn't have the tournament <laughs> they don't have the tournament this year all it is is a twitter account it's actually pretty funny everybody's <laughs> like where's the vegas 16 this year and they're all just like they may actually make fun of themselves it's pretty funny huh did not know about that well that and that brings up another question is how many teams turned down the the cbi Oh, I'm like sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure a bunch. I'm sure a lot of programs don't just have fifty thousand dollars to throw well, around willy nilly and so why we're doing it is the young team again. An older team with a bunch of seniors, they don't care about going to a postseason tournament. They just kind of okay. want to be done. Right. If they didn't make the NIT or the NCAA tournament, they're kind of saying, what's the point of playing in a CBI tournament? You know, we're a bunch of seniors. We're moving on after this. There's no point for them to play in a CBI. It's good for a young team to get exposure, like I just said. See, I feel like a senior-heavy team, though, would almost be like, who no. their only shot is playing somewhere in Europe? Hey, let's go play some more college no, basketball. You're games. done. You're you want to just you want the season to be over. Seriously, if you had a, you had a bad year with a heavy senior laden team, you just want the year to be over. I don't know. I could imagine some just some like dirt balling senior captains who are like, let's go, let's go play four more games, let's go play two more weeks. You know, I don't want to go back to class. I see what you're saying. You, you, right? So I it's like saying, it's like your argument with the, the it's like your, not your argument, but your your point reasoning. with the young team obviously makes sense. Experience, postseason experience. But with the old team, it's like, well, that's their last couple game. Why not? Why not? But maybe again, maybe it's the old That's the old rule of thumb. Well, I mean. And maybe it's the old, uh, you know, wanting to sit out of your tiny bowl to go prepare for the combine. It's the same reason. Yeah. And hey, maybe I have a shot to go play in Europe, and I could make six figures. I don't want to hurt myself, you know, making six figures. So let's not do this. Let me finish up. Let me get back to campus. Let me Could enjoy be. that. Could be yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff there. But you're going to the going you're going to the game, to the tomorrow. game tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll I'll be there. Cool. Might as well. You know, you kind of text me about it. Kind of. But the thought in my head, I wasn't really planning on it. But you know what? It, it's good to see some more basketball. Some again, like a young team. You know, we we win a few games in the CBI, and it, the momentum rolls into the next season. Everybody's excited instead of getting, you know, instead of this the season ending in the quarterfinals of the A10 tournament. Yeah, why not give the freshmen something to look forward to? Sure, win a few games and say, hey, this thing can roll next year. Right. So. Right. Anything else with college basketball? No, I'm excited for the tournament. You know, we'll do one next week. Obviously, we'll have another episode. Right. I mean, this this discussion is going to last. It's not over. Right? Yeah, this discussion so, going to last till. I think we April. really touched about college basketball pretty well. Uh, how about some high school basketball? How about the six A Virginia <laughs> State champs, the Woodson Cavaliers? Man, shout out! Yeah, that was a good, good game. That was a good game. That was an enjoyable game. Maybe you can't talk about it much. I'll talk about it much. Well, I'm not partial. I'm not partially this side. Oh, I understand. I was happy though. Yeah. I mean, I said it. I said it last week. If yeah. you weren't listening last week, listeners, Elena's Elena's brother plays on the plays on the Woodson team. So it was exciting, man. State champ. That was their that oh, was yeah. their first uh, state championship in any sport. 
It is exciting. It really is. That's really cool, dude. That's something that, like, those kids will literally never forget for the rest of their life. That's what sports is all about. I mean, right there. Absolutely. That's why, I mean, that's why we even do this podcast. Talk about stuff like that. You know, just like those kids. I mean, it really really is a cool thing. I mean, seeing all those state championships the last, well, few weeks, it's it's been cool. It's been cool. Heck yeah. It means a lot to those kids who have been playing a sport their whole life. One percent of them will move on to play at the next level. Exactly, exactly. You know, this, so is, this is it for a lot of those seniors that you know will go to college or you know move on in their life and, mm-hmm. and, and they'll hang up the hang up the shoes. They get to enjoy the old intramural, oh yeah, basketball life, just now. like we did. Remember those games? I, 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 I got cut from our <laughs> fraternity intramural team. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough. I think that's enough basketball. Let you want to switch sports? Let's do it. Let us move and press on to baseball. And let's start with the WBC, the World Baseball Classic. That's all that's going on. You've been keeping up? Well, we got spring training, which we're going to go to here in just a minute. You've been keeping up? No, not at all. Fair enough. I've watched about three pitches of the World Baseball Classic. Okay. It's fair. Again, fair. Not, I don't want to make a weird. Americans aren't used to. But but people, the, the United States fans aren't aren't particularly trained to watch high-stakes baseball, if you want to call this that, in March when spring training is going on. However, it's some people think it's high-stakes. You, I'm, I'm hoping that you saw our social media expert oh, yeah. tweet out the most. It's the highest attendance. Yeah. Uh, Marlins, freaking the, the Marlins Stadium has never been that crowded watching a Marlins game. It's amazing, actually, you know, because it's all... Dominican, Venezuelan, oh, sure. all they Cuban, all they all just make they go crazy trip. for it. They oh, go yeah. crazy for it. They love that more than the MLB because that's their country. That's like they finally get a say in the baseball world. Oh, but those guys will pick the players and root for right. the team that for sure. You know that the that the Dominican not as much as them all being Dominican on one team. Just true. They freaking go nuts for that. Oh yeah, a lot of drums, a lot of noisemakers. But it's like it's, it's like interesting. A soccer game, a glorified soccer game. It is interesting baseball, and and it's interesting peculiar baseball because there are rule changes, and there are some pretty significant rule changes, such as the game between Israel, who were four and zero against the Netherlands ended with the old 13 and under slaughter roll 12 to 2 in the 8th inning they didn't even play the ninth <laughs> inning because it was 12 to 2 and the Israelis have been kicking butt i mean they 4 and 0 they beat they beat i mean they won their pool they went 3 and 0 and then they went and they beat Japan and then they just got the absolute dog crap kicked out of them by the Netherlands and so that makes it weird. Baseball is because there are, there's, there's a slaughter rule. Like, well, it's weird baseball, and not it's weird baseball because can you name again one player on the Israeli team? Yeah, or the Netherlands team? Yeah, the, well the Isra- well Jonathan Scope plays on the Netherlands team. Okay, and the Israeli team is just a bunch of Jewish guys who played in the MLB or is like on sort of farm system. I mean, they're not household names, right. but none of them are from. Israel per se. I mean, there may be sure. a couple, but sure. they, I mean, they're they're ex MLB guys. Besides Dominican, Venezuelan, Cuban, American, Canada, they're all kind of like farm system or no name guys. But so what you going? Okay, going back to your entertainment factor with college basketball, rooting for the underdogs. Doesn't that make Israel kind of a like an interesting story, an it's interesting, interesting team to keep underdog, up with. But I'm not is Israeli. I'm rooting for America. Well, of course, but doesn't doesn't it make it sort of interesting to watch? A little bit. Like I they play so. they play in the middle of the day. Nobody can watch right, it because they're playing. At we, Tokyo. Don't, we don't have a World Baseball Classic bracket pool going on. Oh, that's true. Do you mean there's like we don't? Have, yeah, that's true because there is a. I'll show you the bracket. There's, right I'm here. sure there's a brat. I'm sure someone's betting on the World Baseball Classic. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> I'm dude. sure there is. Absolutely. <laughs> and and the, well, so that's the other interesting. It's just it's weird. It's a different feel. It's baseball, but it's not because there's this chance like. Oh, let's uh, try to get to 10 runs here. Let's everybody go home. It's what you have. I mean, it exists in, in high school in baseball. High school ball, Obviously, yeah. it doesn't exist in college <laughs> baseball, but I'm certainly not professional baseball. It's like a weird, like, 
Ah, 10 runs, just go home. Because honestly, it happens. Nine, eight run inning, nine run innings, yeah, they're rare, but they happen. But clearly, they don't want to happen in the in the World Baseball Classic. The other odd rule is the old extra innings start with a man on second. Well, which the Major League Baseball might move to. The eh, minor they league, considered it. The minor leagues is testing it out. They're try, but they try out a lot of stuff in the weird fall league. They tried the the pitch clock and the and the, you really think there's a chance that they that they do the old runner on second in no, extra there's, innings. There's a chance once it gets to like the thirteenth or fourteenth inning because it's again we've talked about this before too on the show. Americans' attention span is just ridiculously low so once they get to the 13th or 14th inning most americans aren't don't give a crap yeah that's true so even if you solve that problem aren't they still not watching anyway that's true that's true and regardless though it has a lot of texts right i think that's right (laughs) gotta check the flip phone i putting on vibe my my opinion on the world baseball classic there's value to it but there's also there's there's changes that need to be done. Like what? And I I read an article. Joe Girardi had a big opinion about it before. Like there's just there's again we talked about how the largest crowd in in Marlins history. So that that's great. But like the it's happening stadium. during spring training. It's happening during the spring when everybody's getting going. Uh, Girardi mentioned us make it a summertime event. Well, that'd be even worse. Uh, so then no no players no major right. league players will play in it. Yeah, I mean so, what here's the thing. Uh, if I have the and and I understand if I okay, I'm going to throw this at you. You're sitting at home. Okay. Okay? You got the TV on. And it's during the day, maybe you're homesick from work or 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 whatever. You decide to stay home. You got spring training split squad on Masson. You got the you got the Nationals who, players who's nobody ever heard of playing the Twins players who's nobody ever heard of on on Masson, but then on 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 ESPN you have World Baseball Classic between Israel and 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 Chinese Taipei. What are you watching? The World Baseball Classic. Absolutely, and yeah. and and why? I wouldn't be watching either of them. Personally, okay. Like I said, I'll be watching. My, I'll be watching cops. In my, <laughs> really, you'd be watching cop like over. Okay, all right, whatever. Okay, maybe sports. It's 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 sports. I though. love following. I love baseball just as much as you do. I love sports just as much as you do. I hate spring training. I hate the World Baseball Classic. It it just it diminishes the value of it and. There's a way to do it better. We're just not there yet. I'm just not going to convince you that the World Baseball Classic is sort of cool. No, that's okay. I'm I'm one of the few. I'm one of the few baseball people. I feel like. I, I, yeah, people I, I think you're right it. there. I think I think baseball people, just as a general rule, are sort of fans of the of the World Baseball they, Classic. Fans, just fans just because baseball. it's baseball. And like, so Mike Trout chose not to play in the World Baseball Classic. Due to risk of injury and so all that, so did a lot of guys. And so so did, did a lot of guys. So is Syndergaard. But now, so did, but now Mike Trout is now looking back and saying, "Oh, maybe I should have played in that because it's a heck of a tournament right now." Yeah, and uh, you know, and you know what? Maybe that changes if the U.S. gets bounced in their first pool play. I mean, they happen to advance, yeah. which is great, and and maybe that changes. But but who knows? I'm gonna continue to watch it. We'll get into it more weekend appetizer. If I can't convince you, that's okay. Two things. Two things before we leave baseball. Number one, I know you hate spring training, so this is probably meaningless to you. But Bryce Harper has five home runs and 25 at-bats. Oh, that's just... (laughs) What? What does that mean? What what does that mean, though? That whatever... That he's going to have a heck of a year? No, I think it means whatever he was alluding to, that he has figured something out in the swing, the approach. Hitting a home run, it's hard. It doesn't matter if you're facing an ace in the regular oh, season. That. It doesn't matter if it's spring training. I that is that hard. I and clearly that. Harper's figured some five home runs and 25 at-bats. That's good. I don't care if you're facing some hamburger throwing cream puffs at you going 70 miles an hour. Straight in batting practice. Yeah. But 
Harper had an incredible April the start of the year last year, and then the rest of the season he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. You get on hot streaks. You see the ball better some certain times. Yeah, but you, his... you know him just as well. I mean, it could flip a flip of a switch, and, and it's over. But his slump lasted oh, two thirds of the season. Terrible. Yeah. So he's confident that he that he's figured something out. It's showing a bit. I mean, it's just I felt like every time. And again, I haven't watched the Nats in spring training pretty much at all. But whenever I hear recaps, it's Harper, it's another one. Harper, it's another one. It's not, and it's obviously he's not playing every game, every inning. No, not even close. I think he's only played in eleven games or so. He's played in yeah eleven games. Regardless, it's a little interesting to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye out for zero it. value all. in that. Do not get your hopes up just because of that. No, I'm not getting my hopes up. It's an interesting, it's an interesting number. I'm not thinking. Here comes Harper, 2017 MVP. <laughs> you know, Good. I've said this, that last year, his slumping year, was more of the player that I think he actually yeah. is than his 2015. That's I've coming, said coming that. from a Nats fan, too. Yeah, I mean, I've said that. That's big. Which is why I'm pleasantly surprised when I see he's having a really good spring. Yeah. He's hitting the ball high and he's hitting it far. Okay. I can get on board. Another guy who hit the ball high and hit the ball far. Let's talk about Manny Ramirez for a second. <laughs> and he just signed a sweet little deal in the Japanese league. That's a name I don't think I would have thought we'd mention start of the start of the show. Manny Ramirez. <laughs> Manny being Manny. Manny being that's a but he dude, you're gonna like this. Here's the amazing Manny being Manny. His contract, literally in his contract, it says that Mr. Ramirez, it, he has the option to go to practice. His practices are optional. <laughs> he only has to go to games. What's his contract look like? How much is he getting paid to be over there? Uh, that's a good question. Man, I don't have that. To me, uh, the interesting part was optional practices for for Manny Ramirez. And it's in the it's in the Japanese league. I mean, we could we could probably spend a whole segment on Manny Ramirez memories i mean carrying the gatorade out to <laughs> carrying the gatorade out to the outfield i mean we could literally spend oh. a whole what did you find it i found a different article the five most ridiculous perks in manor ramirez's contract in japan you see oh oh f- hold on can i try to guess them? yeah i go swear ahead. everybody this listening is, this new segment everybody listening yes, manny ramirez's contract details i have not <laughs> scott has not told me anything uh he he gets a free mercedes uh ding 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 and a driver ah with because driving on the other side of the <laughs> road okay Someone free mercedes around. uh all the sushi anytime he wants Unlimited sushi all season. God, he's going to have sushi in his back pocket. <laughs> okay. Um, optional practices, yep. obviously. We got that one. Okay. The next two. Let me see here. Uh, something to do with the clubhouse. Like back rubs, mm-hmm. massage. You're going to have to give me the next two. I actually have no idea. The other one is that he gets the name Manny on the back of his yes, jersey Manny. instead of Ramirez. Right. Darn and, it. And the other one is kind of tough. I mean, it's pretty regular. He gets a hotel suite on road trips. Ah, that's. I would almost like assume that. Do you have his? Do you have his? How much he's making? I, I don't. That was the first thing that pops up. I think it didn't actually. This is. See I think it's six figures though. Details. I don't think it's millions. I feel like it's. Maybe I'm way wrong, and maybe Murph Snack Facts will uh, will correct me next episode. This is actually a tougher research thing than you think. It's not just doesn't just come up with a number. That's yeah, the. I mean, it's not. I just heard this today. So that's so that's Manny Ramirez. Murph Snack Facts, if you if you can hit us or if you can tweet us. Find the value of his contract. If if you can tweet out the his his actual number other than the free sushi Mercedes and optional practices, which is the most Manny being Manny <laughs> thing ever, then please tweet it out. If not, that's all we got on baseball. Scott, do you have anything else on baseball? Yeah, let's roll. We don't have to spend too much time on the Redskins and Kirk Cousins, but we would be a little bit remiss if got to mention them. Yeah, if we didn't talk about it because some new stuff came out today that I just want to bounce around with you. He says that that whole 
ordeal with reports coming out saying Cousins asking Dan Snyder for a trade were blown out of proportion. I don't know if false was anywhere in the report, but basically saying people misunderstood it. It was misunderstood. Then no, he didn't ask for a trade. That it was more of a what works for both of us type thing. It was a business thing. Where are we in a relationship? It was a How talk. They they, they had, had a, a talk. relationship talk. They had a talk. Kirk came was, in and said, "You know, you got. We have to define this relationship." It was the old "we need to talk" text message. Uh, yep, exactly. What are we? It's kind of the old like you've been starting to see somebody for a little bit, and then like all of a sudden it gets, starts to get more serious. But then you don't know if you're going to break it off or. You know, then you got to go and you got to define the relationship. Are you in or are you out? Am I going to trade you or am I going to dump you? Was it defining, though, or it was defining the relationship or is Cousins looking for some, like you said last episode, he wants to be wanted. He's cheap tricked you to want you to want me. He needs to be treated the way he deserves to be treated. And so I think he came in and said, you know, what are we doing here? What, where is this going? And the Redskins, again, dropped the ball, didn't handle it properly. They said, oh, he wants to be treated. Oh, and they fired the GM and they well, just went up and smoked. There was so much stuff with that. I mean, we got into it last week, but it was... It was Scott McLuhan wanted Kirk Cousins gone, and Snyder and Bruce Allen actually didn't want that. And then all the stuff about Bruce Allen being some evil dictator with the Redskins, saying he's the one making all the calls and making all the bad decisions, but Scott McLuhan got the raw end of the deal. And it's like, oh, Scott, you know, he was the victim all of a sudden. It was just, there was so much stuff. I mean, too much stuff. So this Cousins thing comes out saying he didn't actually demand trade. I don't even know what to watch. Like, I don't know what to believe. It's like an episode of the Jersey Shore, Scott. This is Snooky and Ronnie and the other one. It really the, is. The situation and... Name a more dysfunctional program, ownership, team... Than the Washington Redskins in all of sports. I feel like I've heard, especially like people who call into radio shows saying, "Like I was a I was a New York Rangers fan in the '80s, like whatever that means." Apparently, right. so it's like it happens with teams, and it happens Ooh. with GMs, and it happens. It's but it's just unfortunate that it seems to always happen since Dan Snyder's to Washington Redskins ownership. Well, since Snyder. Took they're it comparing, over. They're comparing the Redskins to the Knicks. Oh. You know, it's just it's just terrible. The fans are just some of the greatest fans in the world, and they just we do not deserve to be treated this way. And I, I'm not gonna go home and cry about it, but nah. dang, nah. Man. It's again, fo- football isn't life and death. I mean, it's we- I hate having to hear about it every day. I hate having That's a mediocre football team year in and year out. <laughs> Hey, but it was it's it's been two years in a row with a winning record. Again, right. I don't want to settle for improvement. That's, that's the more frustrating part of all this. We have a quarterback. We have an offensive line. We have a pretty solid defense with a few additions. We get way better. It's it's like we're there. We're a pretty good looking guy. Why the heck can we not get a a second date? Tall guy in a smelly T-shirt. You know, Adams out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> We're a pretty good-looking guy. What? What are we doing? Like, why? What's going on? I'm not sure. He's just weird. His parents are just freaking weird. He's we- Yeah. Is that it? Is that sort of the comparison? His parents have just doing? messed him up. Maybe. It's it's a whole lot of something. Here's here's a th- it's it's probably untrue. This is just me having a theory. I noticed in the interview that Cousins had today where he tried to clear all this up, tried to pull up the sound bite, couldn't need to get that soundboard. That's a conversation <laughs> that we're going to have on a break. But I he, so he he calls Dan Snyder, he calls him Mr. Snyder throughout the interview, which is just, you know, a class act. You know, the Kirk technically an employee, I suppose, of this guy calls him Mr. Snyder, class act. I heard that and I thought, "Huh." I wonder if Snyder put him up to this. I wonder if he said, hey, Kirk, go out 
and say that this is all a big misunderstanding and maybe we can work out something that you will benefit from. Maybe there was some shady, you know, offshore banking going on between those two I don't guys. know if there's shady offshore banking, whatever you want to call it. There's definitely stuff behind the media that's like, you know, just face-to-face conversations. You know, that don't that never get leaked to the media. There's definitely been a lot more that's happened and stuff that we don't know about this whole Kirk Cousins situation mm-hmm. that we'll probably never know. And we'll just get the end result of whether he's traded, cut, or re-signed. Right. He, There's a lot <sighs> more that goes to this story than we know. Yeah, and unfortunately we probably won't find out about it till till later. Like I remember, like just even, even this past ordeal with Scott McLuhan being fired – and we'll never all, the, well, all the media is saying it was just a matter of time, blah blah blah. He was, you know, he had a drinking problem. I was like, dude, a year ago, you guys were saying in Scott we trust. Mm-hmm. Like, like pick a lane, man. Don't be so, don't don't be so by, don't be so lusty with your opinions. Yeah, you're generalizing the media by saying they. Because some are in and some aren't. It's, it's amazing. It's just amazing how things turn yeah. so quickly. We'll see once the season gets rolling, once the draft happens and all that. But personally, I don't know about you, I want to see Kirk Cousins resign. Oh, sure. I want to see him be the quarterback of the future. I, I think I'm in the majority of Redskins fans by saying that. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. I, but, yeah, the majority of smart Redskins fans. There are other right. fans out there who are like, Cole McCoy! Yeah. Burr! <laughs> Ridiculous. Exactly but they're out there. They're out there. And is that is that enough of the skins and yeah, cousins? Yeah, I, I think we just bore people with the skins at this point. Okay, sorry guys. We're going to switch sports to, this is really good, it's from, from NFL to golf. Okay? Just real quick, right? Yeah, we're not going yeah. to spend so much time on this. However, something, I mean, something pretty big in the world of golf is that Muirfield Golf Course Club has just allowed women inside of their club, which is the first time since it opened 273 years ago. Women will be allowed to join the club. Any, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? It's, it's it was a similar thing. I think a couple years ago wasn't didn't Augusta allow. Something like that. Augusta had had uh, Michelle Obama or something like that, and it was like a big deal. Oh, I have no idea about that. I don't know. It's I don't think it really has much to do with golf and when we're getting political and all that. It's it's just moving towards the new world of you know equality, which is which is great. You know, women should be exactly included. I feel like exactly. this is way late. It's right. 2017. Well, the story like, isn't even that big. Like it's not even all that controversial. No, it it's should like, be. Oh course is that why like, is, is this still, still go- <laughs> is this still going on yeah it's in the uk like maybe maybe they're maybe behind they a little bit i mean it's filled with tradition women were allowed from my understanding as visitors they weren't allowed to be members that was okay. the thing he, but here's the funny it's, thing about that crazy. directly from the article in the washington post women will not immediately become members though The current waiting list for membership at Muirfield suggests that new candidates for membership, women and men alike, can expect to wait two or three years or longer to become a member of the club. I believe that. I believe that. You know how much it costs to be a member at a place like that? Oh, I'm sure. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's like... Hey, come on in, but give us like two or three years to talk about it. Well, it's everybody. So they're just, all right, now you can stand in line. But, That's basically what they're saying. But I'm sure. You're allowed to stand in line. If we keep up with the story, that actually might be a thing. Like, oh, yeah. like, like, two or like years. a year down the road. Yeah. Like, we're still here waiting <laughs> in line. Are you just let us wait in line and then you're not letting us in? Like, what's going on? News in the world of golf. Just wanted to to throw it out there on the internet airwaves. See if anybody nibbles or takes a bite. If not, totally fine. If you did, hope you enjoyed it. And I think that's I think that's it for golf until no until Tiger Woods comes up around again. No, well we didn't have any news on Tiger, 
and the Masters at the beginning of April. We'll talk about that. But that's our little that's our little golf appetizer for for today. Are we are we good with that, Scott? Yeah, let's roll. Let's move to a perpetual sports talk. I like to call it a favorite. It's definitely one of my favorites. I enjoy it. It's the old Would You Rather. That's the name of this segment. Would You Rather. And I hope everybody knows it because we've all played it on long car trips or just bored up, you know, long night at the, the, you know, just hanging out, TV with the friends or at the bar with the friends where it just gets in discussion. Would you rather do this fill-in-the-blank disgusting thing? Like sitting next to Scott when he when he's had a rough night and he's just smelling. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. Or would you rather do this disgusting thing? I'm not calling you. I'm calling you a little disgusting, but not a lot. It was a snow day. Come on, you understand? Fair enough. Fair enough. That I is, shoveled at is, a day, dude. You shoveled in in a driveway filled with smelly guys. <laughs> Okay, would you rather do this thing, usually disgusting, or this thing, usually disgusting? Here on PST Sports Podcast, it's got to be sports-themed. So, we have a listener, a listener oh, yeah, we have a right in from Josh. I'm at, just going to say at it. Josh Whitehead, yeah. shout out. Give him a tweet or a follow. He's also on Podbean. He's there, too. He's our only follow on Podbean, so... Is it okay that we use his last name? You did. I hope he. Yeah, I hope he's Too not late. Mad at that. Too late. <laughs> All right. What is? What does he say? All right, Sean. Would you rather have been Chris Bryant on the final out of the 2016 World Series, or Chris Jenkins on the final shot in the 2016 college basketball national title? The final out, but but here here's the thing is that they won the World Series. Oh, would oh just what when they won it when they won it. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought for some reason my initial was but Chris Bryant didn't make the last out, so it was just what I would rather bet him. That's a really good one, Josh. That's awesome. It's a good one, and I think it's broad because there's a lot of loopholes in this one. But that's the best part. Here's the thing: we poke a lot of loopholes in these. Here's the thing. The first thing that pops into my mind is the whole idea that the Cubs hadn't won a World Series in over a hundred years, sure. and that there's there is just so much story and so much romanticism behind that. When was Villanova's last national championship before 2016? No idea. I mean, easily easily findable, but okay, it but definitely regardless. wasn't over a hundred years. So I'm going to lean on that and say Chris Bryant, despite the fact that he had a bad postseason other than the World Series, it's, it's, I, I think it's, it's that. 1985 is the last Villanova championship. Long time, sure, but it's a successful Big East program. They got a lot of stuff going for them. It, that's nowhere near to over 100 years. Yeah, yeah it's a long time. Yeah. But that is over, and they're not. I don't think they're not favored to win this year. The United Cubs might be favored to win the World Series, but I think that just the baggage that comes along with the championship World Series or the World Series is. I'm going to say Chris Bryant. You're talking about it from like a circumstantial thing. So like team wise, how I looked at that question was like, would you rather be this guy or this guy? Would I rather be a professional? established baseball player or a collegiate basketball player who hasn't made the NC or the NBA yet mm-hmm. or may never make the NBA. I mean, whatever. That's a tough question because that's who I see it. Who would I rather be? I'd rather be Chris Bryant than Chris Jenkins. I'd rather be a professional MLB player than a professional or a college basketball player. Okay. I think Chris Bryant or Chris Jenkins' shot was way cooler than Chris Bryant's is out. I'm th- okay. You I'm, see where I'm going? I'm going with different different I'm, ways in this. I think the latter though is what Josh was getting at. It's the in the moment feeling. It's, Chris Jenkins' shot was was a way better shot to win it and all that. You know, win it for his team. 
I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Chris that's, Bryant. But that's what Josh was getting at, was the in-the-moment thing. Chris Bryant's out meant way more to the sports community than Chris Jenkins' shot. And I think that's what I was trying to lean on. I, I see what you're saying. If but, he's saying, would you rather be this guy or this guy, I'm leaning I would rather be Chris Bryant. But I'd which would be a professional but, ba- baseball player. But you're saying which was cooler and you're... Which was cooler, the whole game, it was the best college basketball game ever. Like it, I mean, pretty established. I mean, that that shot was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Him fielding a routine round ball and throwing it to first wasn't an incredible play. That's a really good point. The in-the-moment type, that's a good point. I'm leaning on the baggage that comes along with, uh, you know, everybody How saying. How much it meant to exactly the, whole the Cubs, Cubs, nation. Coming to back whole, down 3-1 to one over 100 years, the curse. Who knows if the curse drops Bryant's arm and, it, and he goes off into wherever. But I think that's – so we sort of cover both realms there. Josh, I hope you got – Drop my phone. Dude, I'm pulling Scots all over the place. Yeah, Hope he got what you were looking weeks. for. And I actually – did you follow up with him? Did he say what he would have rather have done? Because that's a good one. It was a Chris-themed – I don't think you, you, you answer that. If you're the person asking the question, you don't answer the question. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I like well, that. I, I have one. Do you have one? Okay. I don't. Go ahead. Give it to me. All right. Would you rather be able to be – on the court during the shoot-around of a pregame for the CIT tournament between Ball State and Fort Wayne, or would you rather be on field during pregame batting practice between the World Baseball Classic game between the Netherlands and Cuba? WBC... Bag you for this one. That's not a great would you rather. Dude, it's too... You hate both of those things, and I'm making you choose one of them. Well, I've been around plenty of shoot-arounds. I know how that goes. But this happens to be the CIT or the WBC. You get to be in... Go with WBC. I'm going to go shag some fly balls. I'm going to go pal around with the guys, try and talk some Spanish. I've been around plenty of pregame... Warm up routines. Too easy. Too easy of a, a yeah. That's a very. Ah, it's not it well thought one. out. Thought it was a good because you just thought out about it because I've expressed my hatred for the CIT. Right. And the and WBC. also you see. Right. So you just thought of that one. Needed a, too many loopholes there. Too many, many loopholes. It was it wasn't airtight. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. We'll get well, better. We'll right. do better next time. Anybody else can follow Josh's lead and direct message us with... First fan interaction one. So that's pretty cool. We're getting there. We're getting there. Anybody else, if you think of one, let us know any way you can. Text, call, direct message, any other form of... Can you just tell us walking down the, the street? Hey! Perpetual Sports Talk, guys. Hey! You're that <laughs> smelly guy! <laughs> that's not funny anymore. Sorry. You want to move on? Let's do it. Let's mosey on into the other favorite, the other perpetual sports talk favorite segment, weekend appetizer. What's going on this weekend? I know it's only Tuesday. What's coming this weekend? That it's not the full entree yet, Scott. It's just like the little the little potato skin. What are you what are you gonna be watching? What are you excited about? What's getting you excited for the weekend? And we just happen to call it. An appetizer. What do you got? I'm on the uh, I'm on the recruiting trail again this weekend. Okay. So that'll be that'll be interesting. That's been it's been hot with all the state championship stuff going on and and all that. Um, yeah. But so I'll be I'll be there. I'll be around um, at games and tournaments this weekend. But really, it's just got to be dominated by college basketball, right? I mean. Who, what other sports are going on right now? Don't even say WBC or spring training because this is March now. This is March. And, you know, that's like a mantra. This is March. You know, it's it's, it's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, am I wrong? No. It's got to be our weekend appetizer. Everybody's got to be wetting their palates with the wings of college basketball tournament. 
Okay, so is there an individual game that you're excited about specifically? Um, I'm really rooting for the A-10 in this, in the whole tournament. I mean, I know Mason fans are with me. Um, so only <laughs> only two, oh, three. Three, three teams in the A-10. Got Rhode Island, Island the Rhodes, Dayton's, and VCU. Dude, can you really root for VCU? Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. ever root for VCU. I don't because yeah, you root for your league to do well, and, and them winning helps the league, helps I, yourself, and helps the league. Yeah, but just bringing myself to root for VCU, I can't. Do, I understand the logic, of course. I can't do it. Now, them winning a national championship would be tough. It'd be really tough if they were in the national uh, championship. We're, we're still hearing about the final four, oh, which I know. we can't. I mean, Mason, we're still hearing about it, the final four for even eleven harder. years. Yeah, right. we've been riding even harder. Yep, but um, them getting a championship would be tough. I am rooting for them to get uh, past the first round and, and beyond. It would help the league it's exposure and all that. But a ten basketball and recruiting recruiting trail. Okay, can I just can I ask you just the obvious basketball March Madness question? Who's the first one seed who's going to get bounced? Is it Villanova? Is it Gonzaga? Is it Kansas? Is it UNC? Who's getting bounced first? My opinion, Gonzaga. You're I just know. doing that to piss no, me off. No, that's true. And it matters. <laughs> it matters about conference, like conference tournament and the conference they play in. It yeah. really does because yeah, the West Coast ACC, yeah. Big Twelve, Big East, uh, whatever you're in, those or or ACC, those are grind matches every single night. You're getting challenged every single night, and you've come out on top. You're basically playing a tournament every week, like throughout the entire season. Gonzaga. The best team they've played, you know, St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Uh, BYU. BYU's tough. I get that. But they're not Duke. They're not Wake Forest. They're not Clemson. They're not these top ACC schools that they're getting beaten on every single night. Gonzaga's got an easy bracket, though. They got Duke in their bracket, correct? No. Is that Villanova? No. Uh, No, they have... Who's the best? I, I mean, Arizona, you know, but Arizona was impressive. But it doesn't you know, matter how I, easy you know, or hard their bracket is. Someone's going to come out of that bracket that you were like, oh, I didn't even see coming. Maybe. Maybe maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's the X-Men. Happen. Who knows? We'll see. It's, a, it's an obvious, it's a good, solid weekend appetizer. It's going to dominate sports talk radio. It's going to dominate sure. perpetual sports talk probably for the next couple weeks, and that's okay. That's exciting. What do you got rolling? The World Baseball Class. Oh. <laughs> it's Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, but it, we get to see a little rematch with with uh, the DR, and I like that because the Dominican Republic they 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 won it, they won the last WBC, so we got put in their pool again, obviously. So we'll see. I'm excited for that. What I'm not excited about is the fact that it's at Dodger Stadium. All the USA games, so they're at 10 p.m. And it takes me off. It's really a weekend appetizer of warning for our listeners. If you want to watch that, be prepared to stay up late. Also, I struggled with this earlier today. If you're looking for a college basketball game for the tournament for whatever, they are playing games on True TV, so a lot of people don't even get that channel. I'm giving everybody a heads up about it. Like the game we're watching right now, it's on True TV, Scott. I don't even know that that's a thing. You but better research it before game time. Just just everybody, if you're listening to this and it helps you out, awesome. Your game that you want to watch might, might be on True TV, so you got to figure out if you have that or if you don't. Scott, tell us, like you always tell us, where can, where can people find us if they didn't get enough PST? We're not on True TV. But where are we? We're not. We're on Twitter. We're on iTunes. We're on Podbean. We're on Snapchat, Instagram. No, we're not on we're Instagram. We're not on Instagram. We Snapchat have no pictures. Not yet, Murph. That's your next challenge, my friend. Get us get us out there even more. So start doing your research. Um, 
iTunes, Perpetual Sports Talk. Like I always say, put in that Google search bar, Perpetual Sports Talk. Your favorite host, Sean and Scott, will come up. Man, the two schlubs that talk about sports every week. And for some reason, you're still listening. That's who comes up. Yeah. It's a good episode, Scott. As always. One of one of my favorites. This is Perpetual Sports Talk. Can't wait to see you. Or we'll be back next week, obviously. Have fun watching basketball and baseball this weekend. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott.